Hi, and welcome to the Clay Soul Podcast. I'm Christian Dev Nicole, the host, and I'm so grateful that you are here listening. Today, you and I will unpack the beliefs that have held us back from being who we are designed to be and from creating the life we love. Together, we'll dismantle doubt, hold space for healing, and practice self-love in real, tangible ways. Grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and get ready to manifest the life you're meant to live. Welcome to the Clay Soul Podcast. I'm Christian Dev Nicole, the host of this podcast, and I'm excited to be talking today. I hope you know I get very excited when I feel like, yep, it's time to record a podcast. So I hope you feel welcomed. I hope you feel loved and energized, and I hope you feel connection as you listen to my podcast. And if you want to respond and make it a two-way, make sure that you're commenting and answering the Q&A or the poll questions on Spotify, commenting on YouTube, and of course I share clips on TikTok. So subscribe and follow. Everything's linked below, including book recommendations, okay? I'm so happy to be in this space of life that I'm in right now. I feel like I'm cycling Well, we are cycling through some seasons we've already been through. Um, If you follow, if you're spiritually inclined or you're spiritual and you follow astrology or various different modalities of spirituality, then you know that we are technically repeating cycles from 2016 as well as cycles from um, January through March of this year of 2023 and here in about a week or so from when I record this, so this latter half of Venus retrograde, we will be repeating November and December of 2022, but in backwards motion. And so it's not a surprise that I have braids because I had braids before, like I just mentioned, and I feel like I'm circling back to what's necessary for me. I I took some time to really reflect this year, and I've had to reflect a fuck ton if I'm being totally frank with you, um, because I've gone through so much this year and I've gone through so much in recent years. Uh, it feels like my life has been a whirlwind for a long time. And this year has been a lot of trying new things, but also just really reflecting, really paying attention to experiences, to what I've learned, what I've researched and honing in on it and not ignoring that it's happening, but paying attention both with my like physical or not physical, but both with like my mind, my conscious mind and with my subconscious mind and bearing witness to the growth that's happening. And um, it's been perfect because I have learned so much through this journey. And I want to actually talk to you about that. (laughs) I want to talk to you about what I've learned in this time and how I've really optimized the last 
I want to say three or four weeks. Um, well, three weeks. It's been three weeks since I got this journal. And I, I probably should get it out to show you, but it's, it's technically I got to move the camera to like do it. Here, let me grab it real quick. So if you're not watching this on YouTube, you're going to miss this. <laughs> you're going to miss this and you're going to be like, what? But essentially, I'm about to show you how many pages I've journaled in three weeks. So you see this bookmark? I have journaled. Sorry. I have journaled this many pages in three weeks. I think if you count front and back, then it's probably like 50 pages. If you don't count front and back, it's like 25, like sheets of paper. But yeah, in three weeks. <laughs> and I don't think I've missed very many days. I think at the very beginning, like my very first entry is on the 8th of July. And I think in the beginning, I missed like maybe two or three days, but I have been consistently journaling every single day of Venus retrograde because I knew it was going to be a big moment in my life. And it has been, <laughs> just being honest, it has been a massive moment in my life um, of reflecting on a lot of things. I don't know about you, but... 2016 for me was quite the year. A lot happened to me in 2016 and I, I actually did this journal prompt that I came up with and I shared on my TikTok. I'll explain it to you in a second. Um, but I did this journal prompt where I reviewed all these cycles that I, that I know we're going through now. I just listed out all the things that happened and then I listed out all of the themes that I feel like characterized those seasons. And 2016 was like the roughest one because it was really characterized by people pleasing, by assuming what people wanted, doing what people wanted, putting everybody else first, putting everybody else's ideas ahead of me, um, being detached from myself and not really in my body like physically in my body, I was kind of dissociating in 2016. It also involved some loss and some distrust and pain. And so a lot of the themes from that year was like self-abandonment, but also in a way feeling abandoned by others uh, in the process. And it's crazy now sitting down looking back because like I like looking at the other two cycles from 2022, November 2022, and January through March of 2023, like those themes are not nearly as bleak and not nearly as like sad to read. Like there was still stuff in them, like, you know, working on anxiety and trusting intuition, but like they were not nearly as dark and depressing as the themes from 2016 and so I'm just thinking like wow how incredible it is when we sit down and we journal how incredible it is to reflect on life and reflect on all the ways that we've grown and changed and so I do want to share with you real quick this journal prompt because it's going to feed into the rest of what I want to share but if you like to journal you can do it on paper or if you want to just like record yourself talking about it, you can do a voice memo or a video. It doesn't matter. But essentially, I sat down 
and on a sheet of paid paper i'm not gonna get a close-up because i don't want y'all to read it but <laughs> on one on one sheet each i wrote a list and i started the list off by saying 2016 looked like colon and then I just did a whole bunch of things, like the major events, the major things that happened, you know. In my case, it looked like finishing college and closing my one of my businesses, etc. I'm not going to tell you all the details, but it, it a lot happened in 2016 other than that. Um, but those are significant things. And then under that, I made a box. Again, not going to show you how close, but I made a box. On the bottom where I wrote down the themes that I noticed in that time. And I did that for all three parts that we're experiencing. So 2016 and then the next page I did January to March of 2023. And then the next page I did November through December of 2022. And then as I say in my TikTok, I urge you to sit down and read them all. Read them all. Don't skip that part. I know it's really easy to skip parts like that because it's like, that's such a mundane step, but it's very important to read them all. Or if you're recording it, stop recording and go listen to it. And really see, like, let it sink in the things you experienced at that time, the themes you experienced in that time. Let them really hit you hard so you can pay attention to like, okay, what lessons is Venus retrograde teaching me right now? Because the whole thing about planetary retrogrades, it's not that you need to jump and move and make these changes today. It's that you need to review and learn so that you can engage differently when it's all over. You need to go back and someone explained it as you're going back and highlighting things. So you already took the notes, right? You lived the life. And now it's like, okay, I need to go study what I, I lived. I need to go study what I gathered. So I'm going to go back in my notebook and highlight it and see like what's applicable here. What should I have done differently? What should I have not done differently? What were the good and the bad? And then as I urged in the prompt, I think you should then from there create some sort of letter or if you want to turn into a manifestation or whatever. You can literally just write out like, I am, aka like I'm going to be doing X, Y, Z based on this. So like if you were like me, you were a people pleaser, you're going to say, I am confident. I am going to be confident. I'm going to vouch for myself. You can write something like that or you can write it from the perspective of future you who's already done it. And you can say, I'm thankful for making this change. I'm thankful for doing this thing for myself. I'm thankful for how I blah, 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 whatever, whatever it is. And you can do that for yourself. Again, you can write it down as a letter or a manifestation, or you can record it, whatever you want to do. But that was the prompt. And I actually did it myself. And then I, <laughs> sorry, that reminded <laughs> that remind me of the TikTok sound from Julia Fox and she goes, I did it myself. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I actually, I did do it myself. And then I actually sat down and also reviewed 
um, some aspects with astrology and I won't again show you that because there's like intimate information on here but I was reviewing um, this time for me astrologically based on my chart so I wrote out my chart I drew it out and then I drew out like all the themes and wounds correlating to what my chart says about this time for me, about Venus retrograde. Um, because for me, as an Aquarius rising, Leo is in my seventh house. So all that I'm reviewing right now is heavily connected to relationships of all types, open enemies, contracts, long-term relationships, etc. Like, I'm reviewing that. And... Also, I have Chiron in Virgo and Mars in Virgo. And so during this time, Mars was in Virgo. Now, by the time this comes out, it's not, I don't think it's going to be in Virgo anymore. But yeah, I just, because of the time frame, like I was really trying to use my astrological birth chart to illuminate what I really need to work on and also look at the planets that aspect on those planets now if none of this makes sense to you i'm so sorry i am just going if you don't know much about astrology or <laughs> anything spiritual then i recommend you either reach out to me or you go follow me on tiktok because i do explain like the foundational stuff on tiktok i actually have a i started like a collection on my tiktok i don't have a thousand followers yet but when i do i'll make it more public but I, I created a collection on my profile of Astrology 101 videos explaining astrology because it's actually very complex, but there's a simple way to understand it. Um, it is essentially a study that ancient civilizations came up with where they observed things and then they made predictions on those observations. <laughs> that's it it is just like an ancient form of science and that's it um and I know a lot of people are like oh it's woo woo or it's pseudoscience and I mean I get what they're saying but at the same time it's a tool it is no different than if you looked at where the sun was in the sky and you charted it and then charted like how people interact outside based on how the sun is in the sky if it's a sunny day people act like this if it's a cloudy day people act like it's literally the same thing so it's not really as woo as i think people try to make it out to be but it is kind of complex so feel free to ask questions but i did that and it and it really helped me understand things in such a different way um, because i have a lot going on um, this year and I have a lot well I guess I shouldn't necessarily say I have a lot coming up but I do think I'm about to hit a major transition in life here very soon in a lot of aspects of my life and reviewing this reflecting on this is key it really is key and I want to encourage you whether you are spiritual or not to like sit down and really review things Really reflect on things because your life, it's good that you're living it and experiencing it. But if you're not building awareness, how are you going to optimize on it? How are you going to live the way you need to live in the best ability that you have? If you're not optimizing it with awareness, 
So, so I highly recommend trying this journal prompt, even if this is not during Venus retrograde and it's a different retrograde, do it then. Um, even if it's just my life has been crazy and I want to do shadow work, do it then. I don't care whatever you want to do, but like really, I guess I'm just saying and encouraging you to try to reflect and build awareness because life I mean, much like astrology, life is layered. Life is layered. And they can't really be separated. Like the human body has multiple systems in it. The integumentary system, the endocrine system, the immune system, the musculoskeletal system. Like they're all systems that we separate in science, but they're not actually separate. Your hormones affect your immune system and your immune system affects your digestion and your hormones also affect your emotions with, which can affect your psychology and it's all connected anyway. And life itself is like that. It's layered too. What's happening in our reality is layered on top of a lot of other things happening. And if we're not engaging mentally and emotionally and spiritually with life in a way that builds awareness, like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. That just sounds bizarre to me, but maybe it's comfy for some people. I don't know. But anyway, moving forward, I also want to talk a little bit about, <laughs> and I want to say this right. Um, I want to talk about meditating, but I also want to talk a little bit about chakras. I am trying to pronounce it correctly. I heard someone on TikTok who knows Sanskrit was saying that, like, we say chakras wrong. It's not chakras. It's chakras. I don't know if that's right. I'm going to continue to practice it. But I have been meditating more thanks to human design. I am not the type of person, at least not yet, that I can like be completely quiet. Like I'm not the type of person where my mind can be completely quiet. And I think you can probably tell that. <laughs> as much as I like can be quiet at times in front of certain people or in certain like modes, I am not like always a quiet person and so like completely silencing my mind does not work but when I do the um, sacral or sacral meditations to tap into my energy as a manifesting generator that has like changed the game when it comes to meditating in general it's helps me kind of slow down and really get into it and that doesn't mean that, like, I do it perfectly because I don't think that's the goal. But, like, I'm really starting to get deeper into, like, centering myself and reconnecting with myself in a different way. And not just living my life up in my head. I actually made a TikTok on this a few, like, weeks ago. Or at least when this comes out, it'll definitely be a few weeks ago. Um, but I made this TikTok on the fact that, like, a lot of us are too in our heads, we're conditioned to be that way. We're conditioned to like, essentially we're living in a fight or fight state a lot of the times because we've been kind of 
encouraged to center our lives and our worlds around societal pressures and societal norms. And that a lot of it includes pushing ourselves into modes that we don't need to be in. And when we get caught up in that, when we get caught up in other people's opinions all the time, especially for us people pleasers, like we really disconnect ourselves. And we're such in our heads that we're not fully in our bodies and in our intuition and our our guts are not, I don't mean guts like blah, blah, but I mean like our gut intuition (laughs) is not driving the car. You get what I'm saying? Which is crazy to think about because like your intuition usually knows best. Now, again, not everybody has like a strong sense of intuition and they, some people do need to be more in their heads and that's getting more into human design and I'm not going to go deep into that in this episode. Um, There are some types of people that do need to be more in their head, but I will tell you the population of those people is a lot lower than we make it out to be. There are a lot of us operating in our minds and we're in these cycles and these loops of thinking that aren't conducive to producing something in our lives. They're not conducive to growth and peace. And we're doing it because we're trying to prove ourselves to other people or because we're trying to be something that we're not or because we wish that we were something different in order to be valuable. And it's just... It's not really helping us. It's not growing us. It's not sparking new change. It is simply us cycling around and around. And I think I actually mentioned in one of the human design episodes that I put out earlier this fall or this summer, I was saying how like I noticed that if I'm in my head too much trying to figure out a decision, I get worse. The more I think about something I'm not sure about, the worse it is. And I, when I say worse, I mean it's way worse. Like I have, I'm more confused because I'm starting to rely so heavily on outside answers. But when I've been doing these sacral meditations, I've been really connecting with my gut. Now with those, it's very simply just removing the like the cognitive process all it is is your you take a deep breath in and out and then you just answer a series of questions using your gut instinct when your gut says yes when your gut says no when your gut is unsure it's a very simple meditation but it's very helpful and I guess maybe let me demonstrate. I feel like I'm, I should demonstrate a series of questions. So you would take a deep breath in right now. I need exhale. And then I start by asking you, are you hungry? And all you need to do is simply respond with the first gut response. It's not a word, it's usually like a mm-hmm or a uh-uh or a eh. No words. Are you thirsty? 
do you feel at peace? Do you feel confident in what you've done today? Are you well rested? And I would just do a series of questions like that where I, it's just reconnecting to my gut response and not thinking about anything. Maybe I need to start recording those for TikTok and putting them out to help people. Uh, we'll see. But those have helped me quite a bit. I've been trying to do it every single morning. And if I can, do it in the afternoon too. But it has helped me so much with reconnecting with my intuition in a way that like I genuinely can know and trust that like I'm going to be guided in the right direction based on my intuition and because of doing that I've also then opened myself up to more meditating in general I have been joining a I mean, I kind of started it before I even learned about human design, but every now and then I'll join a live meditation and I'll just like sit and experience it. Sometimes I'll do what, like I'll actually do the whole process, um, but it really depends on what the meditation is about. I don't try to like pick every single one I see. I literally, I trust my intuition and my intuition tells me like, okay, you can like tap into this one. Um... But it has helped me, like, recenter myself. And I've actually, through this process, I've picked up on a lot of things. And I do mean a lot. I have discovered some things that, like, I actually needed to go back to. For example, I'm a certified nutrition coach. Um, I actually just recertified uh, literally a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I've been a certified nutrition coach for now two years and there are some aspects that I learned that were very helpful for me, but I don't think I really knew how to put it into practice and optimize on it until now because I wasn't being mindful in the rest of my life. And so it was hard to then be mindful when it came to nutrition and I was trying to teach myself how to be mindful with my nutrition. But it didn't stick because I wasn't mindful with the rest of how I operated. I was still constantly rushing. I was still constantly trying to prove myself. I was still constantly trying to be a people pleaser. I was still constantly trying to appease everyone. And then I would blow up when it wasn't working. Like... I was not in, I still was not in a good state and I was still going through a lot of anxiety um, and depression cycles off and on at the time. So like it just didn't stick. But now I'm practicing mindful eating and it's sticking to the point where like I'm not pressuring myself to eat when I don't want to. And I've actually started to realize just how much I'm actually hungry, like genuinely hungry. Versus when I just wanted to, I just wanted to eat because I just wanted to eat. And also I think I'm hungry less because I'm more mindful. And I don't mean like 
everyone's going to be that way. So please don't take this as law. Um, but I do also think I'm hungry less often because I'm more mindful, because I'm more centered, because my body is not trying to satisfy something that has nothing to do with eating. You know, when you're in this state of stress, like your brain kind of detaches. This is not a scientific quote, so please don't take this as fact, fact, but like, I'm just, I'm explaining with an analogy. (laughs) Your brain kind of detaches, like your, your consciousness kind of detaches from your subconsciousness in a way that like parts of you are on autopilot and it may not be helpful for you on a daily basis because fight or flight, stress response, all of that is designed for temporary danger. It's not designed for constant stress. Our bodies are not designed to go through constant stress all the time. If they do, it's because they've adapted to it, not because they're supposed to. And so as a defense mechanism, I didn't know it at the time, but there were times when I was hungrier in the past than I am now. And I think that's largely because I was also in more of a stress response. My whole life was rushing. I mean, I've essentially been rushing for years. And then I finally, like this year, it was like hard stop. I'm not rushing anymore. If I'm late to something, I'm late to something. And oh, well, because maybe I was supposed to be late. I don't know. If I take my sweet time, I'm not, I'm not anxious about it. That doesn't mean I'm not punctual because I like being on time, but it simply means that like my punctuality is because I created time and space for me to walk and not run. I created space and time for me to function in a peace state, not a stress state. And so I got there on time because I spaced things out accordingly to what I knew energetically would be healthy for me. (laughs) But then other times, like yesterday, I went to sell something to a consignment shop and I was running late by like five minutes and I didn't sweat it, to be honest, because one, I thought at the end of the day, it's clothes. (laughs) I'm I'm just selling clothes that they're probably only going to give me like coins and the dollar for because I used to work at Play-Doh's so I know how a lot of these consignment shops work and they can't really devote a lot of money per item anyway so I was like not going to stress about it and I wasn't stressed about it and it wasn't a big deal (laughs) you know five minutes late is not a big deal anyway they weren't going to cancel my appointment so just stuff like that like I've I've really come out of this racing to constantly be going. I am a manifesting generator, so I do have a fuck ton of energy that I can use towards things, but I'm not using towards high energy things all day long. I'll listen to two hours of an audio book while I do chores or while I braid my hair. And um, you know what I mean? Or I will sit and sew for my 
business, my side business while I'm hanging out with my kids, like stuff like that. Like I can do that. And then spend two, three hours batch recording podcasts. And then spend an hour cooking. And then spend another hour and a half going out to a playground or a library with my kids. You see what I'm saying? Like, I can do that. And it's not, I'm not cramming high energy things all day long like I used to. I used to be rushing. And I think I was running actually away from myself in a way. And I don't do that anymore, thankfully. And that's mostly because of human design and learning my type and practicing connecting with my intuition. You might be on the other side of the spectrum where you're not moving quickly enough. That is a possibility. That's a real thing. You're not moving quickly enough because you are not rushing. You are doing, what's it called? I think they call it faint. Because it used to be fight or flight. And then they were like, now there's actually four. There's fight, flight, faint, and fawn. And you're like that animal that like, you're like a possum. You're playing dead. (laughs) And maybe you do need to like, you need to kick it up a couple of gears. For your benefit, not for everybody else's. That's a real thing too. The whole point of meditating and cluing into your intuition is not for you to be lazy. In fact, I would argue that monks that do this like hours upon hours a day, they're not lazy. As far as I'm aware, they do a lot of stuff other than just meditating. But when they are meditating, that is also not laziness. They just know when to apply their energy. And so maybe you have been living your life on the back burner this whole time. The car isn't even turned on. You're just sitting in it. (laughs) And it's time for you to turn the car on and get going, you know. But you can best do that when you practice trusting your intuition. The whole point of this is not for you to start doing stuff because everybody else said it. Not because I said it. Not because your mentor or your mom or your best friend said it. Like, forget that. The best way to go about this is to trust your intuition. Get into your intuition. Listen to your intuition. And you will see results. I promise you that you will see results and they'll be beautiful results and just see how your life changes if you just practice this for 30 days see how much your life has changed because mine has changed a lot and I think it's only been like five six weeks and it's been so good my mind is so much more rested I'm getting the perfect amount of sleep (laughs) like I feel great I feel awesome I am able to actually spend time with my kids and not like worry about all the things that need to be done you know what I mean and that is a gift but it only happened because I slowed down I started to practice meditations reconnect with my intuition and listen to it truly listen to it and it's been a gift it really has 
And I think this just leads me into this last part I want to talk about. We are not all the same. We are made up of the same things, yes, but we are not all designed to be exactly the same. And there are some aspects of life that I think we really could do better in if we recognize that. That I don't function like you and you don't function like me and we don't function like our neighbor over there and like we're all different. We can all use the same methods and tools to develop ourselves, but we will still probably end up with different answers sometimes because we're different people. And that is, that is the beauty of spirituality. In my opinion, spirituality is a tool and religion technically is a tool too, but we'll get into that another time. (laughs) But they're tools for us to access why we're designed to be here. Sadly, these tools have been used to actually divide us. It's really sad, honestly, but I think that's actually common with several aspects of life. If we want to look at colonialism, racism, colorism, Um, the caste system, um, imperialism, sadly also religion and spirituality has been used because we're all human beings and we're flawed. Um, But sadly, our flawedness in some of us has caused us to use it divisively. And so we hate on what's different because it's different. This is discrimination, honestly, and prejudice. And I think it should be called what it is and not beat around the bush. But that's that's what it is, discrimination. It's discriminatory to not like someone because they're queer. Simply because they're queer, that's discrimination. If you don't like someone because they're Latina or black, that's discrimination. If you don't like someone because of a certain hairstyle they have or a certain music taste they have. If that's the only reason, that's discrimination. And we try to like paint it like it sounds like, oh, well, it's not that I don't like them. I just don't blah, blah, blah. No, but you don't like them and you're treating them differently. And that's discrimination. And I love my mom. I love my mom. There's something she said to me yesterday that like when we were talking on the phone and she said it, I just nodded my head. I was listening to her talk. It was a good conversation. And I just nodded my head. She was saying how like she never taught me to hate people. And that's 100% fact. She never once enabled hatred in me. Not once. Even when people were like treating me a kind of way or treating her a kind of way, She never promoted hatred, not once. And it's been a gift, I will say, that I can say that because I know some people's parents aren't like that. Some people's parents enable discrimination and prejudice. I would say you're at a disservice if you have discrimination and prejudice in your heart. If you've been conditioned to think that way, I would say they did you a disservice. That's not a good thing. 
And I think we have to be really careful because we can very easily see differences in one another and just be mean about it. And the reason I think this really ties into everything that I'm saying about um, mindfulness, meditation, spirituality, just making better choices and living intuitively is that there's a lot you're going to find online, in this space, just amongst other people. And you're going to have to, or at least you'll be asked to by life, by the universe, by whoever you believe in. You're going to be asked to handle it somehow. You're going to be challenged to make a choice about how you're going to deal with it how you're going to engage with the fact that some people are doing things differently than you. And I think when we see all that we see, it's easy for us to either discriminate because people are different and like start to be rude about it or to get swept up in it on the other side and get so clued in that we don't know what's for what. And we don't recognize what's for us, what's not. And so as you pursue whatever you're pursuing spiritually and emotionally, physically, romantically, financially, I want to encourage you to really take everything as best as you can with a grain of salt but also to be respectful towards everyone i actually just started the book the three questions by don miguel ruiz which i kid you not i have to say i think he is one of my favorite authors at this point when it comes to like spirituality self-improvement i mean like the stuff he has to say is on point like this man <laughs> i appreciate him so much um, because of what he has to say. And he was talking about how sad it is that we have somehow learned in society that respect is earned. That's a hard thing to say because some people aren't respectable, if we're going to be honest. Some people make choices that make them despicable. But going back to my bad guy episode, we're all flawed. And so what we give is actually a characterization of who we are. Your emotions are yours. Your response is yours. And if you choose not to be respectful, that's a reflection on you and not them. Again, that doesn't mean the other person deserves it at all. But how are you going to carry yourself? As you navigate this season, your healing journey, how are you going to carry yourself? Are you going to choose to pour light into the world? Because you want to be characterized by it? Or are you going to let your emotions get the best of you and start spewing out negativity and negative energy? 
because I've seen some things. There's a whole thing right now with this woman. I will not get deeply into it, but there's this woman who says something really honestly derogatory towards trans people. And the very first thing I felt when I saw what she was saying was, why would you want to put that kind of negativity out in the world? Like, disagree all you want. <laughs> why are you being so rude about it? Because she was genuinely being rude about it. Seemingly unprovoked. I don't really know why she decided to like start saying all this stuff. But you have to ask yourself, because we all get swept up in our feelings. We all do. We have to ask ourselves, what am I putting out into the world? What kind of person am I being right now? We can respectfully disagree and we can respectfully, respectfully cut off ties. We can respectfully and cordially say we're done. We're done waiting around for people to do X, Y, Z. We're done um, hoping for people to treat us some kind of way. We're done. We can respectfully do that. It does not have to be messy. It does not have to be hate-fueled. And we can do the same when it comes to differences in opinion about spirituality. We can talk our shit without being rude. Because we're all different. So I guess, I, again, this is more of an intuitive thing. This was not a planned section of this podcast episode. But I guess my intuition is saying to just be careful as you engage in this season and in this section of life, spirituality. Because you're going to see people... who aren't always putting things out with good intention, who aren't always putting things out with respect, who aren't always embodying the light that they should be as people sharing healing. If you're, if you're in the healing space and you're not doing it from a place of love, that's not good. It's just not good at all. That's not good. It doesn't matter if it's a pastor or a shaman. That is just not good. And so I encourage you to just be careful. <laughs> because not every everything should be listened to. And not everything is applicable to you. And not everybody is working in a state of love and peace. So then go back to what I said and use your intuition to think about who you should be listening to, myself included. If that's not me, then that's not me. You know what I mean? Then I encourage you to, again, practice awareness. Awareness will never leave you in the wrong space. Never. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Before you move on to the next one, I just want to encourage you to share this with a friend that you believe needs to hear this word. Feel free to also answer the Q&A and poll questions here on Spotify. And don't forget to subscribe and follow on YouTube, TikTok, Apple, or Spotify. Thanks again, and I hope you have an incredible rest of your day.